four improvisers have chosen to don their cloaks, brandish their sabers, and speak in terrible accents for your entertainment. Pass the Doritos, grab your dice, and go on a quest with Des Moines' best comedians as they do all of those things in... Des Moines and Dragons! Well, anyway, without further ado, yes, welcome to Des Moines and Dragons. I am your dungeon master and uh, longtime listener of 80s metal... Paul Privateer, and with me as always is my beautiful, gorgeous, eloquent, sensual. Um, you know what? Now that I think about it, if that says Geneva on the other side of that or, I'll totally accept it. I'll stop making fun. Oh of my it. god! Well, yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna look. Tim, I'm not gonna well, look either. You know what? Just... I can look. Yeah. Okay. Tim's. Well, while oh Tim's my god, gone, this is the recording most danger. Thing that's ever happened to me. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Tim is walking up to the wall. He's on the couch. The pattern doesn't even continue on the back. That may be the weirdest like national flag I've ever seen. Wow. How I'm disappointing. I'm so disappointed. Tim, you had a good Could, point. Either it was a barcode or it was like a... I'm so disappointed. Hmm. Now I can continue to make fun of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Finally. I'm back. All right. And we're back. We're back to the intro section. Uh, <laughs> we're going to check in with our cast. Uh, I'm really interested to ask them how their Gary Con has been so far. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Gary Con is a tabletop board game convention in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, where all kinds of nerds from all over the place gather and play board games and tabletop role-playing games all day. Uh, this is my second one. I went in 2017. And now I'm here in 2019. And this is everyone else's first time. So we're going to uh, check in with the gang. Uh, I want to start with Tim. Okay. Hey, Tim. Hey, Paul. How's it going, buddy? It's going really well. I've had a great time so far at this convention. Cool. Yeah. What's What's been your favorite moment of the convention? Um, that's tough. I don't know. I, I really liked walking around the convention and seeing all the... Just being in this environment is awesome because you get to meet so many nice people. Like, I think everyone we've met so far is so super nice. Mm-hmm. Like, just the general atmosphere and the vibe of everything. And also, all of the drinking we've been able to do. Like, uh, so much drinking. And that's just, that's just been so great for me. <laughs> to do it, to do it like on a Thursday or I, a Friday? I mean, that's not too different for me. But, you know, just, <laughs> just, just to be able to do it is great. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. Great. No, that's a, that's a good answer. <clears throat> Thank you. Charity. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Did you get your chapstick? Yeah, are oh your, my god. Your lips I'm are all... a thousand percent better. I don't want to talk about your lips anymore. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Charity, what's been your favorite moment here at GaryCon this year? Um, your first time? Um, I think that we are... It's like a special circumstance, but I had a really good time at our show. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah that was definitely Me my too. favorite part. Yep. You know, and it was like, it was a little hectic there for a few minutes, and I think we were all kind of stressed out, but like, in the end, we all just like, did our did our shit. Yeah, it was... And it was so fun. It was a really good show. Yeah. I could not have been more pleased, and yeah. like, it was just so funny, it felt so natural. Anyway, um, everyone that's listening to this <clears throat> missed out, because it was amazing. Yeah, and like, walking around before the show, just like... Knowing that we had gear like right. stored somewhere, like I'm a, I'm like a sly celebrity. I'm like with the band, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 
but nerdier yeah. and cooler. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. So that was a lot of fun. Very cool. Jason. Mm. <laughs> what's uh same same question to you what's been your favorite moment of the convention <sighs> um the I, the show was great um i there were a lot of laugh out loud moments and those were really cool but um we were able to when we were play testing that game today it was like a lift that we needed while we were playing other games mm-hmm. and it it kind of helped me realize how cool this is because we play in a way that's so different clearly mm-hmm. from the sampling we've taken mm-hmm. than yeah. other people, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just fun to cut up today and not have to worry about anything, so that was good. Yeah, yeah it was nice to take a breather and just enjoy, go and do whatever. <coughs> and yeah. Yes. I think it's pretty awesome that you can... There's so many different ways to play this game that you can play it, like... We played Pathfinder today, and the Dungeon Master joked that Pathfinder is also known as Mathfinder because late-level Pathfinder is a lot of math. It's a lot of calculating bonuses, and it can get overwhelming for sure, especially if you've never played it before. Um, and there's certain people that enjoy that aspect where it's very technical and very specific, but I really enjoy this <coughs> sort of freeform stuff that we do where it's very loose, and we can just kind of k- tell a fun story. We don't yeah, have to worry definitely. about... Like, I don't know. I didn't like doing math in school. I certainly don't like doing it no. as a hobby. Yeah, I don't want to do math for fun. Thanks. Right. Uh, no. We are the achievers. <laughs> so, anyway, well, that does it with our intro segment. We're going to turn it over to our narrator, time traveling magician, Cliff, who's going to intro episode seven. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Days after their escape from Morsank Prison, Cadre 11A are worn and weary from travel. Headed southward, the group discovers several gnomes traveling with none other than Gary the Minotaur. Gary and the gnome leader offered hospitality to the party, acknowledging the help that Cadre 11A afforded Gary many months ago. Bellies full of stew, Orzark, Harbeck, and Ornella left the camp to continue towards town only to come across a grisly scene. Several prisoners likely headed to Morsank, bound and nailed to pine trees, were then set alight with a mystical fire only a day earlier. The raiders' tracks were headed north, directly towards where the gnomes and Gary are traveling. Racing onto the scene, the gnomes' tents were ablaze and Gary had been surrounded by men on horseback with spears leveled at him. A mage accompanied by an armored knight cast spells of fire, chasing the gnomes away from their horned protector. A fierce battle ensued. Orzark taking on the mage and his knight while Ornella and Harbeck helped Gary. In a final act of savagery, the mage sent a fireball right at Harbeck. The damage would have killed him had Gary not gotten in the way. The explosion ripped the minotaur in half and left Harbeck near death. Through the combined efforts of Ornella and Orzark, the leader of the raiding band was eliminated. Left unburied for the crows and wolves to pick apart later. With Kazik the Cruel and his band of raiders dispatched, the party solemnly gathered the gnomes and took them to Jury, where the leader Barry has a relative that could help. The bustling port city is surrounded by tents, housing refugees and merchants alike. 
The shelters and outbuildings cover both sides of the main road leading into town like a second small town situated just outside the gates of Jury. Cadre 11A is taken to the known merchant Mace, who runs a flower and plant shop in the sprawls outside of Jury's gates. She agrees in exchange for helping her kin to help Orzok, Harbeck, and Ornella get into the city. The merchant gives them a writ of delivery to take parcels of flowers and plants to Viscountess Fell in Halda's Cathedral. We begin episode seven, the jury is out. Um, so you enter into the city, you pass through the gates, you're walking along a wide boulevard, the three of you uh, in a line, uh, one, two, three, you're carrying parcels of flowers and uh, bouquets of uh, uh, different plants, and you have an address that Mays had told you where to take these. Um, the, the city is, it smells uh, like gross, like it reminds you of what Alal smells like, because any place where there's a ton of people and creatures, it just naturally stinks. Uh so yeah, what do you what do you guys do? Where do you go? <clears throat> um, I want to try to stop, just like poke my head into like a like a post office type place or like a bank and see if there is uh, wanted posters of us up somewhere. Okay, yeah. So uh, walking along the streets, you can see that there are um, all kinds of market stalls, vendors, um, and eventually you come to a. Uh, like a, a money exchange uh, place where they exchange copper for gold and silver and all that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And you uh, don't see any posters of wanted uh, men and women that match your description. Most of the posters you see are pictures of uh, full-blooded orcs or, uh, um, yeah, you. everyone that's wanted is basically a full-blooded orc. Well, I, I don't think we need to search for any type of cover. I didn't see any signs of us up. No, me neither. I suspect we're safe here in jury. Uh, I suppose we should make the delivery. Yes, of course. Oh, fine, fair. Agreed. So, uh, the flowers are to be delivered to Halda's Cathedral. Um you get general directions of where it is. It's near the uh, near the docks, near the river. Um, making your way through the busy boulevard, uh, you come across a uh, preacher that is standing atop a uh, small uh, platform. That looks to be like a hastily put together a bunch of boxes. Then he put like a. Uh, wide board on top of it. He's standing on it. There's a small crowd that's gathered around him, and he's preaching, Dearest people of jury, I beseech you to listen to the winds. The world changes around us, and we must open our eyes to its reality. We must forgive our fathers. We must forgive our lords. We must forgive our subjects. And he's going on and on about forgiveness and, and letting go and um, how all of this is going to end very soon, so the sooner we let go of these 
feelings, the better we'll be, and the easier the transition will be into the next life. Um, you, you, there are people that are screaming at him like, um, "Go the fucking side!" and it's like, "Shut up!" and he completely unabated uh, continues uh, proselytizing. Is that the word? Yeah. Yes. Uh, continues. Is that? Did I use that word correctly? Yeah. I don't, yeah, I would think so. Thanks, Tim. Uh, continues proselytizing, and uh, yeah, do you guys continue on towards the cathedral? Harbeck, what do you think? Uh, in Harbeck's mind, he has a flashback to the crab preacher, and he shudders a bit. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, let's um, let's let's keep moving. I'm kind of uncomfortable around this, not necessarily the subject matter, but the amount of people, the environment. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of loose, I'm oddly unopinionated about anything. I'm just kind of trying to stay with you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, continuing on to the uh, cathedral, uh, you get, and it's this uh, tall, gothic-looking structure of cut stone, and you can see that there are relief etchings on all parts of the stonework that denote uh, fishermen and boats and uh, water, uh, mountains, um, stone, and you can see there um, there is a... Uh, an ox cart that's sitting outside uh, with more flowers in the cart and there's a uh, a well-to-do, a well-dressed man standing in front of the cart pointing to people that are dressed uh, in like rags that are moving around and gathering plants and taking them inside and some people are coming back out and asking him for questions. He looks to be very busy pointing and directing people. So I want to walk up to the sky and just uh, show him my flowers. Yeah, me too. Oh, uh, yes, uh, d- delivery for the flowers. Um, yes, uh, please, uh, head inside. Uh, Viscountess Fell is uh, inside and will tell you where she wants them. And now, go, 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 go. Okay, bye. Okay. So you, you guys head inside. You go where you pointed. Perfect. So uh, huge, like, gothic-style architecture, super tall doorway. Um, the Once you walk inside the... Uh, the atrium before you get into the nave. I mean, it's just all very tall and grand. And um, you see a woman at the end near the altar. There's flowers all over. And she's in this fine silken gown, uh, excuse me, not gown, but uh, silken outfit, uh, silken coat with a fur around her neck. Um, and she's, yeah, she's directing servants to put flowers in certain places. Uh, and she... Uh, in the middle of like telling someone what to do, she catches one of your eyes and points to you and and uh, motions for you to come to her. So we all shuffled over there mm-hmm. a little sheepishly. Um, yes, uh, the flowers. Then yes. Uh, it is yes. Uh, but place them on the altar, please, around the uh, uh, around the plinth. Would you kindly? Thank you. And she uh, turns around, and uh, you can see she goes over to a bouquet of flowers that is sitting next to a, um, uh, oh my God, what do they call the seats in a church? Pew? pew? A pew. <laughs> pew I didn't pew, go pew. to church a lot, so <laughs> these words are all... You got nave. I was impressed by that. Thanks. Uh, yes. Uh, so she goes up to a pew, and there's uh, bouquets of flowers that are like on the ends of the pews, and she's going and adjusting the flowers at the ends of the pews. 
Well, um, we go ask her where we put the flowers. Uh, she motions for the altar and is like, put, um, put them around the altar, please. Well, we go to the altar. Uh, so you can see the altar. Um, there is a uh, sarcophagus on top of the altar. Um, the the lid is closed. It's like a coffin. The lid is closed. Um, and there's a bunch of writing all over it. It's gold. It's very fancy. And um, let's see. You two. Um, I need you to make a knowledge... Uh, let's see. Sorry, Charity, I'm going to look at your character sheet really quick. I need a knowledge roll, but I want it to be... Oh, how about history? Make a history roll for me, please. Oh, nice. On the die, 19. Oh, those dice rolls sound really good in the headphones. Yeah, they do. <laughs> 16, Ooh. 17, 18. Nice. So, uh, you see... Uh, you recognize the name uh, Aragold uh, is uh, mentioned on the sarcophagus, uh, Minister Aragold. Uh, you know him to be um, one of the... Uh, he was in charge of like shipping and like trade amongst the nobles and was uh, in the capital. Like That's where he lived, was at the capital. Um, he worked extensively with the queen and the nobility. He was relatively famous, as far as nobles go. And he worked with shipping and trade? Yes. He basically made sure that nobles would trade with each other and not be dicks. Hmm. So I, I turn over to Ornella and I say, uh, Aragold, I, I remember him. He was a, a high minister in a law. Yes, yes, of course. He he was one of the good ones. Was he? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, this can't be good. If men like him are dying at the capital, then there must be some kind of a purge of all the good that's there. We need to get back there as soon as possible. Yes. The uh, uh, Viscountess uh, finishes adjusting another uh, bouquet of flowers and says, uh, very good, very good. Uh, you, you're dismissed uh, here. And she goes up and hands a uh, sealed letter and says, uh, my thanks for your patronage. Or my thanks for your uh, service. The flowers are quite lovely. Give my regards to Ms. Mays. Of course. Of course. Thank you. She uh, turns around and uh, goes, walks, excuse me, she doesn't turn around. She actually walks past you and walks up to the altar, and she begins adjusting the flowers that you guys set around the altar. Uh, once we get outside, I open the thing she handed us. Um, it's just a letter that, it, it's like a handwritten letter from the, like, it's a receipt, basically. Oh, okay. That these things have been received, and it has the official seal of the Viscountess of Fell, or Viscountess by Countess Fell of Jury, okay. the leading lady of this city. Oh. Um. You know, I think I'd actually like to go back in there and maybe have, try to have a conversation with her. Sure. I feel like that might be, um, I might be stepping out of my bounds here, so I'll just rely on my... Uh, humble buffoonery as a pass. Perfect. So uh, we, I, I walk back into the place and I, I, I go straight up to her and uh, I, I like 
pull on her coat. Uh, oh, uh, yes, was uh, everything not in order? Oh, uh, everything was fine. I, I actually had a question. You see, I, I, I didn't know him personally, but I was a big fan of Aragold, and... Oh, yes. I, I was just wondering what happened. Truly a man of the city here. He went off to serve his country and serve the queen, uh, died in his sleep. Uh, where was he asleep? Uh, in his room at the capital in Alal. Oh. Um, it's most unfortunate, everything that's been happening. Yes, it's, it's, it's terrible. It, uh, something has happened, it seems. Many, uh, many distrust the queen now. It's just, it's... She uh, takes her hand and, and rubs her temples with her, uh, rubs her temples with her fingers, uh, denoting a sense of tiredness. You can see her shoulders sort of relax a little bit. She says, um, these last several months have been some of the worst in recent memory. I pray for every citizen of jury that they come home to get away from whatever is, whatever is happening there. Whatever awfulness is in that city now, I, I pray for all of our sons and daughters to come home. Aye, as And do hopefully I. not like Minister Aragold. As do I, as do I. Um, I am but a humble dwarf, um, but I want you to know that there are people out there trying to make things right. That is... Say... Uh, what's your name? I, it's a... Um, um, <laughs> Uh, uh, um, Posey Dandelions. Go ahead and make a, uh, (laughs) a, uh, um, oh my god. Charisma check. Yeah, a deception. (laughs) Nineteen. Nice. Posey Dandelions. Oh, um, uh, Master Dandelions, yes, the... This world could use people like that. Yes. Um, I want you to know, too, that um, there are people like that and there are people like you who we need to... um, We need now more than ever as a light. Mm -hmm. Um, We're all doing what we can. Thank you. That's very very kind of you, Master Dandelion. Thank you. No problem. I actually had another question, in fact. Um, Jury is a fine city. Mm. Where are the biggest ships? Oh, uh, yes, uh, down at the down in the dockyards. Ah, excellent. As I suspected. <laughs> You've uh, you're not from here, then. You've traveled in from Alal. Oh yes, yes. I spent many years in Alal. Oh, tell what? What's it like there now? I only hear rumors of the riots and the fires that burn. All the days, weeks of uh, neighborhoods. The army has been dispatched to parts of the city to keep the peace. It sounds terrible. Uh, You know more than I. It was some time now when I left, and uh, all I hear are rumors and the occasional coffin. Right, right. Well, Master Dandelion, I... I thank your lady for... Dandelions, thank you. Lions, yes. plural. Yes. 
I thank your lady for her fine flowers as always. Uh, please give her my kindest regards. Of course. Thank you for your time. Yes. Well, uh, if, if you'll excuse me now, I need to attend to this. The ceremony is tomorrow. Of, of, oh, um, uh, what, what ceremony? Uh, we'll be... Uh, it is a tradition amongst those in the nobility uh, born in Jewry to uh, be given back to the river that gave us so much life. Uh, he will be put uh, entombed onto a boat and uh, sent out uh, with full honors of his office. That sounds very beautiful. It will be, I'm sure. Thank you again. Goodbye. Yes. So uh, Harbeck comes back. Uh, I assume Harbeck comes back yeah. outside and meets up with the parte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I know how we can um, maybe get a boat. How's that? Um, they're going to launch one. <laughs> launch one? Yeah, you know. No, I, I'm not sure I do. Well, you see, um, this is probably something you don't know, but uh, the people of Jury like to send off their um, most beloved in a ceremony in which... A, uh, they shoot them out of a cannon? Uh, no, 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 no. A, the, um, they, they load the body onto a vessel and launch the vessel out to sea. They push it out of the river, into the river, from the shore to the river. Uh, yes, so, you know, I That's don't they think... they call launching. I don't think there will be anyone alive on that one. Gotcha. Well... What, do you think we can sneak on the boat? You know, our other options are to commandeer a perhaps more seaworthy vessel from, you know, living people. <laughs> or um, some sort of grand theft. It's the same way we got out of Moleshank. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would also, I did remind the cast of this earlier, but uh, we also um, are expecting to run into Davery. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, Davery is is here in the city. Um, the right, last yeah. note you got from him was that he was in a tavern. Yes, in uh, the center of town, I think. Right. Yes. So the, the ceremony isn't until tomorrow. Um, we have some time, and it, it would be good to meet up with Davery. Yes, of course. Well, let's meet up with Davery. We'll put it on the back burner. You know, I'd hate to take a dead man's ship, but, you know, he's not really (laughs) using it. (laughs) I'm just worried that they're going going to send some some other members of the nobility, you know, Mm. to send him off. I I wouldn't want to get recognized. Yes, that is a possibility. Well, uh, let's meet up with Davery, see what he has to say. All right, Let's, um, let's head to the tavern. So he told you that he would meet you in the oldest tavern in Jury, which is an old, uh, it's actually an old dwarven tavern. This used to be a small dwarven mining town before it was um, sort of... I mean, yeah, that's one word for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so the uh, Karn Berzir is a, the, an ancient dwarven tavern um, its architecture is unlike most of the other architecture around it. Uh, you see, like, the, the front is very foreboding. It's, it's really big, uh, but not tall. It's very squat um, and formidable. And uh, Dwarven architecture just has this, like, um, 
utilitarian, but also um, just strong and stout. Sturdy. Sturdy. Thank you. We're a sturdy people. (laughs) And, yeah, you you, uh, proceed into the city and come to the Karn Vizier Tavern. To you, Harbeck. Ah, yes, thank you. So walking inside the bar, despite being rather short and uh, wide, the bar seems impossibly, like, big. Just the outside defies how spacious Mm -hmm. the inside feels, which, again, is a direct result of dwarves' uh, superior architectural tastes. Um, Mm -hmm. Thick wood support beams run across the open ceiling, uh, the ceiling itself is an old, faded, dwarven painting. Depicts It actually depicts a story of the creation of the bar with cartoonized dwarves building a structure that resembles the outside facade. And it's sort of like in these, um, not quite comic strips, but they're like in these little bits where you see like the tavern's not there and then these other dwarves are putting it together and eventually you see what the outside that you saw earlier. Um, this place could easily hold 100 people, but... Uh, there's only a handful of people in the bar right now. There is an enormously long 40-foot bar that stretches from one side to the other uh, on the north side of the tavern. Um, yeah, and... Uh, so walking into the bar, mm-hmm. um, after everything that we've been through the last few days and the loss of Gary mm-hmm. and just the trials of all of this being in prison and everything... Uh, walking into something familiar feels so good for Harbeck, and he starts to relax a little bit, and you know he he's able to, um, yeah, relax and 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 feel comfortable finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm noticeably um, reserved and quiet. It's to me, it's like walking right back to where I was held captive before. So mm-hmm. this is a you know like a hole. And right. it's kind of cavern-like. and Oh, totally. It's the first time I've probably been in one since I escaped. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm kind of... Agitated. I'm, I'm already outside of my element, so this is adding to a level of frustration. Right, we probably see, like, your eyes sort of darting back oh, yeah. and forth. You're constantly yeah, kind of kind checking the entrance. I feel like I'm entrance. crouching again, you know, and mm-hmm. uncomfortable. So you do not, uh, of the patrons sitting, you don't recognize any of them as Davery. Shit. Maybe he's just What's not wrong? Here. Maybe he's just not here yet. Nah, he probably screwed us again. Again? This is the man who was going to help us get out of here, wasn't it? I yes. was told we'd get out of here. Yes, and we will. I'm telling you, maybe he's just not here yet. What time is it? Uh, it's like early... Oh, I can't... Uh, continuity purposes, we'll just say it's, like, mid-afternoon, early afternoon. Cool. I-, I give him until sundown. All right, then. So you guys take a table, post sit down? Post up at the bar? Yeah. Uh, so you, you post up at the bar, and uh, a sturdy-looking uh, woman approaches, and she offers uh, any selection of uh, alcohol and um, she uh, yeah she gives you the prices are any of you interested in drinking me yeah yeah I gotta be in my cups to deal with this yeah so she she fetches uh, ales and walks away uh, and then up behind you Ornella uh, 
someone brushes past you, um, and it's uh, a tall, boyish man, um, sturdy looking. Uh, he's got a bar. He's got like a bar apron on and a towel in his back pocket, and he goes up next to you guys and he begins wiping the counter. And he turns and he looks. And, like, a flash of recognition passes between you two. Uh, Davery all of a sudden, like, locks eyes with you. Says, (gasps) Uh, Um, meet me outside in ten minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Yeah. Wait, five or two? Two. Two. Okay. Two. Uh, Okay. Uh, He, like, quickly wipes down whatever he was, like, in the middle of wiping down and looks nervously and then walks back around behind you and walks into the kitchen and disappears into the uh, kitchen. I go out the front door and around. Okay. Uh, does anyone else accompany Ornella, or are you guys posted up at the bar? I, like, start to leave, and then she comes back with some drinks, and then I settle back down and say, yeah, she's got it. Yeah, I haven't... I'm not even really sure I know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm kind of sitting there and just, you know, holding yeah. tight. Right. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. So uh, we cut out to the outside, and uh, you go to the alley, and you can see Davery is wringing his hands by the back of the alley nervously, like looking up and down uh, the the uh, alleyway, uh, checking for people. He sees you come here, and a big goofy smile comes across his face. Um, and I think that Ornella doesn't. Ornella's a little bit confused and angry and and tired and frustrated and she kind of just like pushes him a little bit like not happy to see him Uh, my lady it's so good to see you i when i heard what had happened i knew what's going on i didn't know when you would be here i had to do something so i got a job Uh, well i'm sorry but well now it's time to go home uh, okay, um, have, do you know what's happening there now? Yeah, it's not good. Right. Oh, I, I, I know some of what's happening there. It's not good. Well, that's why we have to go back. Okay. Okay. Why are you looking like that? No, it's just, I, I thought that we would, like, not go back because you killed... You, Davery. You uh, were accused of killing the prince, so it's it seems dangerous to go back. Davery, do you think I did it? No, it, no, 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 no. I have to go back. I didn't do it. I know. Look, I believe you, but uh, it's just not a good time. Do you think there will be a good time? Mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> He kind of chuckles, and he he says, uh, quite frankly, uh, I don't know how much longer Alal's going to be the... I'm I'm not sure how long that place is meant. I I have to get the others. You have to tell us exactly what's going on. Oh, okay. Uh, I dart back inside and just grab them. (laughs) You guys are, like, mid-sip in this... (laughs) What the... (laughs) Okay, well, um, oh, who's, he's new, pointing to Orzok. He's a friend. Uh, yeah, I, hey, I trust you, okay? I mean, you know, 
kind of giving me a lot of shit for working as a bar bitch uh, for like the last several months, hoping that you would. You better watch your mouth. It's fine, Orzog. Sorry. Right. Okay. What's been going on? Uh, it's all bad. The queen, most of her advisors have either died or left. Um, those that are with her now, at best, are sycophants. At worst, are bad people that want the crown for themselves. But <laughs> the queen has marched most of her army as far south. They're in the old Orklands now. Why? They've completely wiped out most of the orc army to the south of the capital. There's no, there's been no resistance. I, I don't understand. Generals are flocking to join this military campaign. They speak of riches to the south, of um, reclaiming old homelands. It's all rah, rah, rah. And meanwhile, the capital burns. There's riots. There's neighborhoods that are on fire. It's, it's, it's really bad. Does, does anyone know what's going on? Does, does, is, are there theories or rumors? Davery kind of, he, he awkwardly looks around. He says, uh, this fall has seen the whole of her army advance on the orcs' positions to the south. All of it. And people are wondering why... It was so easy, and it makes people nervous. There's talk of, well, people sensitive to magic and mana are getting sick. They're having dreams. They're seeing things, apocalyptic events, that whole thing. It's I'm looking at Harbeck. And I'm thinking about the gnomes the one that could see into the future and gave us a prophecy. He says, uh, my lady, if, if your desire is to go back to Alal, then I will... I've got a cart set up in some stables. I've been working here. Uh, I've got some savings saved up. I can get us a couple horses and I can take us back to the city. Just really want to make sure you understand that probably not going back to anything you recognize. You need to ask yourself why you want to go back now. What does it mean? Harbeck, you want you wanted to go back too. I still do. So do I. Good. Then, then it's settled. I'll, uh, I'll arrange to get some horses and I'll get the carriage pulled out and, and cleaned up and we'll head, we'll head for the city as... Before he finishes, Ornella hugs him. Uh, uh, and he hugs her back. It's so adorable. I'm really... I didn't think you did it. Not for a second. 
I knew that it was something was up. You're just too nice. Thank you. We'll leave tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, and uh, I'm glad you came back. I think I look at Harbeck and I look at Orzak and I say, yeah, me too. So uh, with that, he says, oh, um, before we leave, uh, I have to take care of some things around the city. Uh, You may want to stop in uh, if we might need some more money. Uh, I imagine we're going to have to pay some people off to get very far inside the city. So we'll probably need to make a little bit of cash. I've got some on hand, but I'll probably use most of it to pay for some good horses. So, if you can head to the guild office and see if there's any work to be done, we may want to give that a shot before we head out. That's a good plan. We'll do something small. Rack up some cash. Great. Uh, Old Lady McGreary's going to be sad seeing me go, but it's for a good reason. So, Also, I didn't want to spend my whole life wiping down tables. Uh, people in the city drink a lot. It's a lot of puke. It's, and it's thick puke, too. It's not like the watery stuff. It's like heavy, like oatmeal. You're a good man, Davery. Okay, thanks. Yeah, okay. I'm, now I'm doing the thing where I talk. Um, okay, bye. And he awkwardly turns around and uh, turns the wrong direction. Uh, the door is on the other side, and then so he awkwardly turns I again. I catch him. I catch him as he's kind of like making that maneuver, <laughs> and I kind of give him a look in the eyes, like "You're okay." And I nice, real hard pat on yeah. his back as I correct him in the right direction. Perfect. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So he he walks uh, back into the uh, walks back into the tavern. Well, boys. Would you say we uh, make some quick cash before we head home? I'm nervous. Why? Well, what if they recognize us? But we didn't do it. Well, that's not the point. Well, don't you think that anyone else in the guild would, would trust a fellow guild member? Well, I hope so. I don't know if I still have any friends, but we'll find out. What the guild did to my regiment didn't help me form a positive opinion about them. Well, what do you think we should do? We need money for the trip home. Can someone act as a proxy? Go look for work, figure it out, slide in under their cost. Mm. Basically poach them. That sounds like a Fine plan. Davery, uh, at, at fine plan, Davery uh, walks out of the uh, the back door and throws his uh, bartender smark, smock in, like, <laughs> smark, his bartender smark into, uh, onto the ground and says, and fuck you. <laughs> Congratulations, Davery. You're now a member of the guild. What? Uh, really? Yes. Cool. Yes, it is very cool. 
<laughs> what do I get? You get to walk into the guild and get us some work. Oh. He, like, shakes his head in understanding. Got it. <clears throat> Davery. Yo. Catch his arm before he turns away. Don't fuck this up. Listen, Ornella, not fucking things up is one of my best qualities. It took a minute there for you to... (laughs) I just had to really make sure what I was saying Mm -hmm. was the right thing. Not because... Because I don't fuck things up. Okay. Great. Cool. I'm gonna go to the... And it's... uh, But it's past you. I gotta go. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just, okay. Yep, and if then, you just... But, oh, no, no. Okay, I'll go this, God damn it. and then you... Yeah, okay. 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 He, like, very awkwardly, like, touches your shoulder. He's like, oh, God, why did I do that? And puts his hand in his pocket and, like, speed walks out of the alley. <laughs> that poor boy. What? <laughs> what is Orza I, um, of all this? What is happening here? <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Sands. Sands. Don't you <laughs> diving into too many accents. All right. Uh, uh, Tim, what time are we at on the record? Oh. We're doing good for time uh, in real life. 41. Perfect. All right. We'll... Uh, all right, perfect. This will take us to about the next 20 minutes, then we'll uh, take our first break, come back, continue on. But, uh, yeah, we got some time. So, oh. um, while Davery is heading to the guild, uh, where do you uh, – uh, he – yeah, okay. So he stops at the end of the alley, and he turns around, and he's like, uh, do you want to meet somewhere later? Um, yeah, where's good? Yeah. Well, probably not here, because yeah, I yeah. just told... Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a, uh, there's a, a short stay. Uh, they've got beds and rooms um, and a small bar uh, across the street. The lady that owns the place is real nice. She's not a straight-up bitch like this old hag. Uh, I'll just... I'll meet you here before sundown. All right. Okay, uh, right. But it's this way, so I'm going to... Okay, well, yeah. You, y- um, yep. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, my God. I just, <laughs> here, no, you, yep. stay, and I will get around. I go, okay. Okay, okay. yep. And, okay. Yep, we're just... Oh. Oop. It's a wide alley. <laughs> <laughs> and he disappears down the other end of the alley. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. I uh, When I was writing this stuff, I didn't even think about how likely it would be that you guys would actually want to show your faces there. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do, like, a little scene with myself. Excellent. <laughs> Sounds very <laughs> gross. <laughs> I'm just going to do a little solo scene here. <laughs> He's tired of the group stuff. He's got to break up. I know there's more money in the group stuff, but like the solo stuff is just so you much. You have some me time. <laughs> you do. It's so important these days. Uh, the age of the internet to just give yourself a little space. So I'm just gonna do a little me. Go for it, baby. Go for it, baby. Tell you. Okay. Are you better with an audience? 
Uh, no. No, it's <laughs> fine. You're good. So... I might eat some Pringles. Yeah, so th- this is kind of... Uh, so the camera follows Davery as he walks down the alleyway. He cuts over to a street and walks down a boulevard, cuts down another street, heads down another alleyway. He's winding his way through the street. It becomes obvious to the audience now that Davery is very well acquainted with the city. He very much knows where he's going most of the time. And eventually he makes it to a very uh, official-looking building. It's got the seal of the guild on the uh, front of the doors, um, and there are uh, posters and uh, requests for work that are uh, all over the front of the building that are um, like uh, tacked and st- nailed to like the wood. There's a um, like a wood board in front of the guild office, and it's overflowing with paper. And Davery walks past that, walks up into the front doors, and goes up to a. There's a small desk, and he approaches and says. <clears throat> and uh, a short gnome woman, uh, gnomes are short, but she's especially short, looks up at Davery and says, mm, uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, Davery nervously says, uh, uh, yes, uh, I'm looking for work. And the gnome, uh, <laughs> he's not going to screw this up. Uh <laughs> She she looks up at him and says, "Really? Okay. Um, guild? Do you have a number? A guild number? I need to know what cadre who you're with." And he, you see his eyes like look up as if he's trying to remember and think. Um, eleven A. She looks and says, "Eleven A. They're from Alal." Hmm. Okay, well, one moment. And she uh, turns around in her chair and walks over to these uh, huge uh, racks of books that have, like, uh, a gnome-sized ladder that runs up either side of the uh, the shelf, shelf of books. She goes over, and she's counting uh, the shelves, hits eventually the shelf she needs and moves the ladder over, climbs up the ladder, grabs a book that's about the size of her torso and lugs it down with her, drags it over to her desk and opens it. It says 11, 11, 11, 11. Oh, 11A. Okay, very good. Alal. Hmm. Okay. Harbeck. Ornella. Huh. And wh- what did you say your name was? And Davery looks like wide-eyed, and he says, uh, "Well, my name, um, yeah, I'm uh, Harbeck. Yep, Harbeck." He says, "Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you come on a good day. It's hard to find work, and Lucius, uh, we'll see you now." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what I just saw. <laughs> While I'm here soloing it. Performance of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Holy balls. Well, the meanwhile, 
I'm just over here, just suffering, just suffering for my art. Just doing a quick solo sesh. <laughs> oh, their downstairs neighbors must hate us. <laughs> like a Jolo. Justin douchebag button button. Oh, it's all. It's all me. That is so tired. Oh my god, that hurt. <laughs> all right. So the secretary pops up from the desk and says, uh, Lucius, uh, he'll go ahead and be seeing you. You're lucky to uh, stop in today. We've actually got some work and not enough guild members in the city. So he, he, go, go on in. And uh, uh, Davery, who's lied and said he's Harbeck, uh, walks past the secretary and goes into the uh, office of Lucius Cromish. And... Uh, we, the camera pans back as the door shuts, and uh, that'll that'll take us to our first break. I think uh, everyone needs to take a quick fiver, including me, <laughs> because it's all it's coming off the rails real fast. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jettison this cargo real quick, and we'll be right back. Oh my God. Don't go anywhere for part two of Des Moines and Dragons. Live at the Gary Con Airbnb. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> 